Welcome back to Unqualified and Uneducated, where we give your unqualified and uneducated opinions on all things sports, movies, anime, music, TV, anything that's interesting. We're talking about it. Uh, what is up, Carl? What's good, man? We hit one of those late night casts. It is 8.57, <laughs> February 1st, p.m. We just felt we had to... This is one. This is one of those pop-up episodes. A little, little couple of days earlier than we normally shoot, but we felt we had to get our get our opinions out there on these trades that's happening in the NBA. Yeah, it big is, time moves. It's pandemonium. <laughs> it's freaking crazy, bro. That freaking that uh, unicorn trade got me out the freaking just hit me out the blue. Yeah, like uh. Okay, yeah, let's let's start. Let's start there because I originally I had texted you about Anthony Davis. I want to talk about Anthony Davis, but Porzingi getting traded to the Mavericks and the Knicks—that's like a whole nother. That's that's that's. How do you feel about the trade? I I hate it for the Knicks because they're going all in on free agency, mm-hmm. and then I like it for the Mavericks because. Bro, you already got Dirk on the team. Now you got little mini Dirk to train under him. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> so let me. Okay, so I, I agree. And before, um, before I uh, really thought about it, and I had talked to a couple people about it, I thought the trade was bad. But shout out to my man Steven because he 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 showed me some some he shed some some wisdom on me, and he was just he was basically. He was basically t- he basically told me that uh, you know they they what they were able to accomplish with this deal they got away from a Tim Hardaway contract which they shouldn't yeah. they overpaid him they shouldn't they shouldn't have paid for him in the first place the the uh, the Courtney Lee contract they got from off from under that so they got rid of like two three years of like I think like fifty mil or something like that so they got rid of that from those two players I could be wrong on the numbers I could have been fudging the numbers but they got rid of that. They got the guy that they should have drafted <laughs> last year, <laughs> so they so That's like <laughs> they fixed that wrong. They fixed two wrongs, um, and then and then the third one is okay. So like I like Przingis. I didn't truthfully. I stopped liking him as much as I used to after he came out in I think November or December and said he was tired last year and he's I was, soft yeah he's still soft i was like i was like all right so i stopped liking him as much but just to be honest i mean he's a you know and you probably you you know you might agree or not but he's a seven footer with an acl injury you know what i mean yeah it, it, big foot big big guys any injury below the knee like that's you know that's once the you know lower lower body injuries for big guys it always spells doom and one thing with Porzingis is you won't you hope since he's so slender that you know he'll be able to you know bounce back from it. But you know we've we've seen that a lot of guys you know they get these injuries and it's over. But then you got Joel Embiid. You know he's had all those injuries he's had. He said he was able to bounce back. You know, you know I think that what the Mavericks they're doing they're hoping that modern medicine is so good right now that they're able to you know kind of alleviate some of that doubt yeah that's that's what i was like gonna say like back in the day i mean back in the day but like a little while ago like foot injuries like yao ming mm-hmm. like 
leg injuries, whatever it be, knees on big dudes would just ruin their careers, you know? But nowadays, like where we're at in time and how trainers and teams force players to like take care of their bodies, yeah. and, like keep them on some routine. They have, we have all this like next level freaking like cryo sleep bull crap from Dragon Ball Z <laughs> that these dudes can go in. And like, <laughs> I just feel like now maybe it's still a risk. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. It's still a risk, but not as big of a risk as it might have been yeah. uh, a little a little while back just because of how 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 much we've advanced in such a little amount of time yeah. medically I guess like you would never expect a guy like DeMarcus Cousins to go out tear his ACL and expect to I be I know that's ex that's exactly what I was thinking I was like DeMarcus like I thought that fool was done Me just because he's big he's just yeah. big the weight and then like the amount but, of time he yeah, came he back he came back in a full year and he came back like he didn't look anything different than what he was before. Yeah, like he's rusty. Like he looked like the same Demarcus. He yeah. just looked like Demarcus who didn't play basketball for a minute. Exactly, I I agree with that a hundred percent. But that one thing I want to talk about with the Mavericks, do you understand why Porzingis signed a qual the qualifying offer? So basically, he's foregoing restricted free agency. And instead of signing, like, you know, after your four years, you sign that rookie deal, you know, you're a restricted free agent, you can go talk to other teams, they can offer you a deal, and then the, yeah. your, your team that has you can match it. He, like, foregoed all that, signed a qualifying offer. I think he's getting, like, four or five mil or something like that. And Yeah, like extending to a fifth year of the rookie yeah. contract. So he's doing a prove-it year. And it's like, why are you turning down $150 million? Do you do hmm. you Do you get that? Maybe he's trying to show that he's like willing to stay on a team like play with Dallas and like take a little hit this year or the next year, whatever, on his paid because they have to take on these other contracts. Yeah, you know, like they had to take on Tim Hardaway's and Courtney Lee's, and maybe he he's thinking about that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, or maybe I... he's maybe he really just wants to prove himself and thinks he can. Uh, he thinks he's not going to get a big enough contract because he's injured. Yeah. And he thinks that if he plays, does his prove-it year, he can get a bigger contract the next year. Yeah, because that's, that's what I was thinking. Essentially, this is the next year is a prove-it year, um, which is kind of unfortunate because to me, by not doing that, that means he's not healthy. I don't think he's healthy this year because I'm, I think there was videos of him running on the sand this year. Like, there's a whole bunch of drama with him and the Knicks, and I guess, like, there's a video of him running on the sand, so he's able to run. But the fact that he doesn't do the qualifying offer, and this is, we're talking, he, they, he, I think he's probably in Dallas right now. He's probably going to get physicals pretty soon, gets checked out. He may play this year, but to me, when I hear about this qualifying offer and he basically turning next year into a prove year, I don't think he plays this year. So. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't know. That, it's, it's strange. It's strange. You would think if he's trying to at least have a good season next year, he might want to try to come back towards the end. Mm -hmm. Just at least build some sort of chemistry with Luca. the guys he's playing with, and especially with Luca. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I don't know. That, it, that's that's very... That, yeah, that's, that's weird. Most guys don't do the qualifying uh, contract unless they're like... Forced to. 
Yeah. I think like, he's they the know f- they can't really get paid. <laughs> yeah. I think he's the first uh rookie kind of guy on a rookie scale deal at like a all star level talent. Like, you know, probable talent guy that did this. Maybe uh, maybe maybe he um he Googled like latest uh oh latest boy. center like forward centers uh contract and he saw the Marcuses and he's like, Oh damn, that's all the Marcus could get. Oh boy. I'm like, what I can get. <laughs> so you said the Marcus he's like, Man, he said Boogie got that? I can't get Boogie anything. Boogie got that. <laughs> <laughs> so you said Boogie's still shaping the market on and off the court? Yep. <laughs> so. Porzingis don't know English, bro. <laughs> So, so how do you feel about the 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 Luca Porzingis deal? Because essentially now you have two star level talents. I, I I like it. If if it works out, I really like it for the Mavericks. Just because I I think it's cool to put two guys like two European players, mm-hmm. you know, who were big back in like Latvia and wherever the hell Slovenia. Luka Doncic is from Slovenia. And then now, like, if they could bring this team, the Mavericks, up into some type of contender. Because, I mean, like, Tim Hardaway, he's overpaid, mm-hmm. but he's a good piece. He's a good he's piece. He's decent. He's, like, he's decent. Yeah. Uh, and they have Harrison Barnes still, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, and they still have Dirk, who's an all-star. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, they still got like talent on the team, and it's actually like a pretty decent team. Yeah, uh, who'd they give up? DeAndre and Wesley yeah. Matthews. Yeah, Here, here's what I'm hoping because this means something for the Kings. Like, as we get closer to the end of, end of the season, I'm starting to realize that these big time free agents aren't coming to Sacramento, so we have to do what we have to do to get a small forward, and you know, through means of like trades. So yeah. I think it's time that they start going after a small forward. I, I was always on the set that we should not make a deal until the, the – we shouldn't really make make a deal this season to make the playoffs. But I think we should make a deal just to get a small forward. And Harrison Barnes, you know, I still believe in him. I like Harrison Barnes as a player. Oh, yeah, I love Harrison Barnes, I think he, I think he fits right in. They don't have a center right now. We have one too many centers. They want to relieve cap space. We send Willie Colley Stein, a Kufis. Ooh, Willie for, for, for Harrison uh, Barnes. Harrison. And this how it, it works out two ways. We get our small forward that we desperately need. We we're able to move Bagley into the starting the starting position, which he needs to start now. He's it's starting to be re- evident that he needs to start. Then the uh the Mavericks, they get a they get a, another like DeAndre Jordan types uh center and Willie Colley Stein that can like you know, fill that role right now until the offseason. They can decide if they want to pay him or let him walk. And Kufis, Kufis just expires at the end of the end of the season, or they can just pay him out right now. So that works. Um, it works out both ways. Bet both for both teams, it works out. So it actually does. So I think they should. I think I think we need to pull the the trigger on the Harrison Barnes deal. Like when when Porzingis, Harrison Barnes on the Kings. I've always liked Harrison Barnes. I think he's the I think he's a piece. He would he'd be the first like legit small four we've ever had since like I don't know, I guess Rudy Gay kind of. You tell me you've given up on the Kevin Durant dream, dude. Once they got rid of Porzingis, now like the Knicks and all this collusion that's happening in the NBA now, I feel like Kyrie and Kevin Durant might end up in the Knicks, man. 
Dude, Kyrie's foul, bro. So wait, before we get to Kyrie, let's let me let's talk about the Knicks. <laughs> let's talk about the Knicks a little bit because what they've done with this Porzingis trade is they cleared up. I was impressed. I was happy with ours. We had like fifty-nine million dollars in cap space. The Knicks have seventy-two million dollars in cap space. That's guaranteed. Yeah, but they don't. But but, but okay. They don't have squad on their team. They don't have anything on their team. I agree. I agree. So their whole their whole thing is they're going to swing for the fences in the off season. And I don't necessarily think that's bad because the situation they're in was Porzingis was like, I'm not really – Porzingis wasn't feeling New York, right? And we saw that he's willing to sign a qualifying offer for one year. So they essentially could have lost Porzingis for nothing. You know what I mean? He could have, he, he could have just walked. So essentially they got Dennis Smith Jr. And let's say they swing for the fences they don't get anything. They still have Mitchell Robinson, who I think is going to be a pretty decent center. They have Kevin Knox, who I think is going to be a decent player. You know, they have Dennis Smith yeah, Jr. You know, I like these guys. I like these guys. Frank Nilakina, and then they can they can, they got they can win Zion if if they tank hard, long hard enough. Like you know, they they were are their situation, you know, is eerily familiar to our situation when we traded uh, Demarcus to the Pelicans, like. We traded Demarcus essentially for Buddy Hield. Everyone was all mad and stuff at the time. I was devastated. You know, I was <laughs> Buddy Hield was a rookie. Same thing with Dennis a Smith. Twenty-four year old rookie. But he, he was he was still a rookie. You know, and then after that, you know, we got Fox. You know, and then we turned the only thing only we turned it around. The only thing that's really different between the Knicks and us are the Knicks pretty much own all their picks. So if they do decide to rebuild. It's a lot more clean than ours. Like we don't have a pick this year, so essentially, like they got they they trade for Dennis Smith. He's like their buddy healed, and then next year they draft like Zion or somebody. That's their DM Fox. And if they they swing for the fences and they miss completely on everything, they just you know they got Dennis Smith, Zion, Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, Frank Nilakina. I mean, you could be a lot. You could be a lot worse than that. Nah, yeah, it actually, it doesn't sound bad. I just, I am certain that, like, Knicks fans are just, like, Oh, they're devastated. Right now. They're pissed right now. They're devastated. But it's like, we know what it feels like. We know. Like, Chan, Chan's a Knicks fan, right? That fool is hurt. That fool is hurt, man. <laughs> and you, but like, it's you like, said, that wasn't, that's not even to the extent of losing DeMarcus. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because, like, ours, even, like, there's, like, with this Porzingis thing came out of nowhere, but ours literally came out of nowhere. Like, Demarcus said, "I'm signing here, I'm gonna be here." If he's at the All Star game, like, the like, I, all of us are just like, "Okay, let's just enjoy the All Star game." He doesn't play. We're like, "Oh yeah, he's just being." I remember that. I remember we talked about. It. I remember like, "Oh, Boogie's being cool. He's just letting other people play. He doesn't really care about the All Star game." And then he gets traded, and it's just like, "Whew!" But. Knicks, they're in the same situation as we were in, you know, a little better. But you know, they could either, I could, I guess, like I say, man, they could swing. The best case scenario, they end up with like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, and they fill it in with other people. And they, they would. That's the thing, though. They, they would have Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and all those young guys. Yeah. Best case scenario. Worst case scenario. No, not even. I would say middle case scenario is they just have the young guys and they don't do anything. Worst case scenario. They maxed out like Jimmy Butler. Oh fuck! <laughs> that's the that's the scary that's the scary thing that could happen. 
what I'm afraid of the Knicks doing is oh like, and I, I, lo- I got love for Kimba, but I'm afraid of them trying to max out Kimba and Jimmy Butler and trying to go go in on oh that no. team. That's, no, that's the worst that could happen. You know what I mean? Like, I like Tobias Harris. I don't know if he's the guy that you give max. So oh I, that's the only thing I'm worried about the Knicks, man. They set themselves up for huge success or potential success, or they could be like the Knicks and it could blow up in their face. And that's why I'm so excited for this offseason to see what they do. That would be crazy if they max out Jimmy Butler could, I, and bro. he just goes in and just ruins <laughs> all those young guys. You know, everybody's been saying this is the one thing I heard about Jimmy. No matter how much he like argues with coaches, he says I'm I'm like no matter how what he does, everyone everyone across the board says somebody's gonna max him out. <laughs> they say somebody's gonna max him, and freaking it's it's it could be the Knicks. It could be the Knicks or the Nets. The Nets also have cap space. Um, the Heat could probably do it. Somebody, oh, somebody, God. somebody will max him out. If the Clippers miss out on everybody, he's they'll max him out. I feel like Jimmy is like Plan B for everyone. Yeah, I don't think anybody really wants Jimmy on their team after all the crap that he stirs up. Yeah, like giving. I think he's already going to be like twenty eight, twenty nine. They don't. Nobody's trying to give a max out, a max five year contract to Jimmy that has an injury problems. So yeah. that that's that's the uh the whole Knicks and the the Mavericks side. Um now you want to get to Kyrie Irving? Oh, I was <laughs> just gonna call him a bum, bro. Yeah, so um so if you have if if you guys aren't aware uh of like the whole Kyrie Irving situation, the whole Kyrie Irving situation is kinda tied in with the Anthony Davis and LeBron situation. Because it goes back to the phone call that Kyrie Irving had, he calls up LeBron and tells him, like, he apologizes. Then LeBron puts out a, a song by Fetty Wap, Rewind, that's the song or something like that, and he adds Kyrie Irving. So all this stipulation is Kyrie Irving going back to L.A. in the summer? And then it gets ratcheted up because we'll get to Anthony Davis' trade later, but once the Anthony Davis' oh, trade happened, Kyrie, the report comes out that it's uncertain if Kyrie's going to resign with Boston. Then an interview comes out where he's the a reporter asks him. They said, uh, uh, "How do you feel about the uh, the Celtics or something like that?" You know, you said you would want if you you would want to resign here if we're willing to keep you. Some some BS like that. Kyrie Irving says, "Ask me in the summer. Ask me June 1st. He said, "I don't I don't owe anybody shit." I know what's wrong with that fool. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he what said, is Kyrie's problem? Kyrie's one of my guys. I really like Kyrie too. But that boy said, I don't owe anybody shit. And I was like, man, what's the aggression for? What is his issue, dude? That's what I'm trying to find. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, first off, my man's already said that he was basically like, I'm going to re sign with Boston. You know, he said that like two months ago, maybe. <laughs> Like just sitting there in the court, all the fans around said, "Yeah, I think I'm gonna resign." I don't know what he said, but that's basically what he said. Mm-hmm. I thought now he said, "I don't owe anybody shit." Like what? <laughs> don't forget the commercial. Changed, man. Don't forget the commercial he has with his dad, where he said he wanted to have his his, his jersey hanging up in the Celtics rafters. Oh my god! 
What is he doing? And you know what the worst part about this was? They played the Knicks today. I don't know if you saw this, but the Knicks started chanting, We want Kyrie. Oh my God. <laughs> we want Kyrie. And then his dad was in attendance and he gave he gave his dad his jersey. So I was like I was like, Yeah, Kyrie Evans leaving. He's going. That's wrong. He's gone. The Celtics are gonna get done foul, bro. And then uh Brooklyn. Brooklyn they played against Brooklyn one time and then Brooklyn started chanting, Kyrie's leaving. I wanna I wanna give a shout out to the the, the audiences, the crowd in these games. There's been pretty good chance this year. Um, and they're, 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 these guys are able to get it, uh, they're able to sync up pretty well. Like when they played against the, uh, the, the Spurs played against the Raptors and they called Kawhi a traitor. I didn't necessarily like that, but it was pretty clear. I just want to give a shout out to the, I just want to give a shout out to the crowds in the NBA. They're pretty, they're, it's getting a lot better than like, booze. Like they're, it's audible. Like the, like the, the insults are longer and they're more audible. So yeah, maybe they'll out. start getting on the level of like in in uh, England, the soccer leagues. Oh, you know how they do the they do hold on fucking songs where they're just roasting people out there. So maybe the uh, the NBA will get to that point. I That'd would hope crazy. so. I would hope so. You know, they'd be like Kyrie, Kyrie, and then they'd say something after that. But I don't know what else. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you I, I don't know us? how to make up chance, bro. <laughs> hey, that's not our job, man. Our job is just to appreciate the people doing their talents out there. Yeah, yeah. We just yeah, don't be true. getting that angry like that. <laughs> I'm, I'm good for a boo, but that's it. <laughs> like, if I, I'm, I'm the type of guy. If I won't say it to your face, I'm not gonna say it just because you're, you're far away from me. I'll boo you in your face if I see you yeah, walking down the street. I'll, I'll boo. I, if you, if, if you try to make me do a song as an insult, like you better hand out the lyrics at the door, bro. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I'm gonna remember that. I don't understand why NBA arenas don't do that though. I feel like NBA arenas should just like prepare chants, like or or at least try to coordinate insults. I guess they don't want they don't want to be too petty. I guess. I, I don't know. I I still think like when uh, ever. Well, I guess now it's hard because so many people make threes. But whenever people make threes, they should still throw that uh, that Hunger Games or the hell, you know? Yeah. Like throw up that three. I just think that would be dope if everyone did that, but no one made a sound. Oh. My. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, whatever. <laughs> so, let's get to the the big one: the Anthony Davis trade. Oh, Antoine. Anthony Davis told the front office that he has no intentions of re-signing with the team. And later it comes out that he has no intentions of signing a long-term deal with whatever team he's with, with whatever team that <laughs> they trade him to, unless it's the Lakers. God, he's Foul, bro. I'm tired of this crap now, man. I'm just tired of it. And so you're tired of the players choosing where they want to go. Yeah. While they're man. under contract. Yeah. Like, play it out, bro. Like, what? Like, I just don't like, oh, my God. And, like, okay, maybe. Maybe it is, like, uh, doing 
in some way something good for the franchise because you're trying to get yourself traded. So if you think about it that way, you're giving your team assets or the team that you were playing for assets mm-hmm. by being a tra- in a trade rather than just leave it in free agency. So I guess that's one way to look at it, but I don't understand, man. I just don't understand it. See, like, I, dude, I don't know. No, what were you about? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, you're good, you're good. Go ahead. See, my thing with this, the Pelicans is they screwed this up from the jump. Like, I don't know if my, my memory is probably off, but when they first drafted Anthony Davis, instead of, like, developing him, and trying to build a team to the draft like you normally should, they they traded for Drew Holiday and signed Omir Oshik, right? Uh, Omir Oshik is dope. So, but okay, so back in that time, he was <laughs> he was he was on Chicago, and he was like an up and he was like sort of up and coming, I guess. He was he had an up and coming thing, but unfortunately, when they signed him, like it was like I think Anthony joined, Davis joined in two thousand twelve. That was like the beginning of the end for like bigs like that. Yeah. So then yeah. it was, he, they just couldn't play together. And then drew holiday is a great player. Un, one of the most underrated players in the league. And I really liked Drew holiday, but he was really injury prone at the time. So he missed some things. He had some family issues. So he missed a lot of time too. So they wasted a lot of Anthony Davis, you know, they wasted a lot of his years losing when Anthony, cause Anthony Davis was one of those rookies and, Second-year players that, even though it was like he was young, he was ready to compete. So, you know, I would say by his second or third year, he should have been, like, trying to compete in the playoffs. And I think they got – they were pretty close, I think, his third or fourth. Can't remember correctly. But I just felt like they didn't build through the drafts like they should have. And pretty much every team, when you have a young player, when you have, like, a young superstar, you don't build through the draft or bring in players that are close to his age with – approximate talent you're gonna lose them you're you're gonna lose them like they i and i'm with you like i kind of like i'm it's like it's it makes me nervous because our team have we have so many young players that are around the same age and appear to have talent that just could happen to us but it it just but i understand why i just i i don't necessarily like it too much play out your contract it's what the offseason yeah. is for. Yeah, play out your contract. You feel like it's not going to work out long term. Then don't go signing these five-year, like $150 million contracts. Yeah. You know, sign like a two-year deal. Sign a three-year deal. Sign a one-year deal. It's like you don't have to sign these ridiculously long contracts. And I agree with you. And I just want to – I agree with you. But the one thing in Anthony Davis' case is – this is his second contract, so it's the first contract. It's his first contract after his rookie year contract. So technically, he really didn't have a choice where he wanted to go. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. That's that's respect. like the that's the only thing I have. I can say like he never he necessarily didn't really have a, a choice where he ended up in this case. But it's just, I mean, and and he is you and you brought up earlier. He is like getting the he's getting the most assets, like. The Pelicans, they need to jump on that Lakers deal. Like, yeah, whoever's gonna get Davis, you literally have to give up. Like, uh, you're like damn near half your franchise or three fourths <laughs> of your franchise. That, that's, that's how I feel. Like, you have to give up so much. But the Lakers are—they're giving up 
they're giving up Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, and Zubat. I think and, and like uh it will KCP and some picks. I don't uh, I don't damn. I don't understand a better deal than that. Because uh, of, yeah, that's that's so many like different assets. That's, that's a lot. Last year, that team plus Julius Randle won thirty five games and Lonzo missed a lot of time. Okay? So if the Pelicans made that deal, it would be essentially reuniting that whole team with Julius Randle plus Drew Holiday. And just seeing where that where that went, and then after then, yeah. then you could trade Drew Holiday for pieces, try to get uh, Julius Randle for pieces, and those young guys get him get whatever you can with those young guys. Decide from there. I don't see why they don't make the deal. I don't know what what the Nets have that the Pelicans think is better. I do. I mean, not the Nets, the Celtics. I mean, sorry, because uh, they want they're trying to wait for the off season because the Celtics can't trade for um, Anthony Davis until the summer. So because they have the that the Kyrie, uh, the Kyrie th- yeah the Kyrie thing, so they can't trade for him until the summer, um, and then so they but they have like picks and stuff, so they're like oh we can get more probably more picks Jason Tatum Jalen Brown, you know and uh, Terry Ogier in picks, so uh, you know what I mean it's like do you want the Ingram Kuzma ball or the Jason Tatum Jalen Brown Rozier in picks. Oof. But the one thing with the Celtics picks, the Celtics picks are like you would probably get our pick from this year. You would probably get another pick that they stole from somebody else. So the picks that they stole, they'll probably be like one is going to be a lottery pick. Our pick is going to be like in the teens. You know what I mean? So yeah. you you probably get better picks from dealing with the Celtics. So, yeah, I would if, like if I had an option, I would take the Celtics one just because the picks are good, and I think the players are a little little high better caliber, like a little bit more high caliber than yeah. the Lakers side. But uh, I really like Zubac though. <laughs> no, I, I like him. People sleep on him, but uh, I, I, and I, I like Ball. I like Ball too. I like Zubac and Ball. I I just feel like I don't know. I feel like I, I would just. I, if I was a GM, I'd just get too scared that something dumb would happen to, you know, the Celtics deal, and then, and then you, you know, you got to trade them to, you don't get everything that you like. A player gets injured, like, like God forbid, Kyrie leaves, you know, so you got to keep uh, Terry Rozier, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you can't, so you can't trade him, and then, uh, and then so now you're you're without like. Uh, you you dreamed of pairing him with like Anthony Davis and Kyrie, but now you can't do that. So now you're like, oh crap! And then the then the, the Pelicans are like, we need more than just Jason Tatum. And and then it turns out that our pick is like low twenties, and then somebody else's pick is isn't as bad as you thought they were. Because right now everything is like, it's, I think everything is under the guise that you got two high picks and young players that are healthy. And this is just so. It's just a precarious situation that they're in right now. And I think, I honestly, and I, this is probably bad, but I'll probably jump on that Lakers deal. I don't think you're going to – I'll just jump on that. I know but Jay. I, I just saw something on Bleacher uh, a little while ago from Anthony Davis, and it, he said, like, he requested the trade, but it wasn't necessarily just to go to the Lakers. I swear I saw that. So yeah. I'm confused. Yeah, I, I saw that too. And I, he, he had an interview. Like, 
trying to build his image. He's like, I'm trying to build my legacy rather than whatever. And I was like, what? I'm so confused. Yeah, but he, that's the thing, though, because he said that. I know you're right. He did say that. But he also said he, if any, whoever picks him up is only going to get a year and a half rental. What the hell? I don't even understand. So, bro. yeah. So it's like, what? Like, what, so it's just like you, if you just want to play with his leg, he wants to play with the Lakers. You know what I mean? And then his dad, his dad came out earlier today, or a report of his dad came out earlier today, basically said, I don't want my son to play for the Celtics. Uh, he said, after what they did to Isaiah Thomas, they showed you that they have no loyalty. Oof. And then I was like, I was about to say, man, I wish dads would just stop chiming in on the NBA things and let their sons play. But they brought in our boy, they brought in our boy Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> that changed everything they did Isaiah dirty so I was like yeah you kind of right there you kind of right there I can't yeah I I like that they called out the Celtics on that because that was a bum ass move by them yeah uh, but come on the only team you would sign with is the freaking Lakers oh man is yeah man you know what players these days are just weak Honestly, it, it, to tell you the truth, it makes a whole lot of sense because yeah, I was bashing the the Pelicans on him not them not building a winner around him, but at the end of the day, he's the superstar that's supposed to make everyone better, right? Yeah. And he hasn't been able to do that in six and a half years. I mean, they got out the they got out the first round what last year? Yeah, they got out the first yeah. round last year. Yeah. That was the first time, and you know, like he uh he's he gets hurt a lot. He yeah, might. I mean, like, he might not be the best player on on the championship team, or the alpha on the championship team. Yeah, because he wasn't able to pull like that bunch into like the playoffs and do any damage. And I know I'm going to be comparing him to LeBron right now, but like LeBron when he was young, bummy ass casting. <laughs> he showed too. And he took him deep, bro. <laughs> he took him deep. Yeah, that's when the East was good. That's where the East was good. Like they beat some, they beat some teams, bro. And like you're struggling when you had like he had talent on his team these past few years. He had Drew like, Holiday, had, like, Rondo. They had, they had they had Demarcus, Rondo. They had Rondo. Like they had players, and it's just so ah, it's just weak, man. I'm getting tired of this weak ass NBA stuff, bro. It's, it's just I don't think there's just a lot of alpha males in the league anymore like more like there's not a lot of alphas in the league there isn't there are no more alphas they're all trying to be banana boats but like like the you have like the only alphas you really have are like that are superstars are like you got uh Russell Westbrook on OKC oh yeah you got LeBron James cause he's getting he's like LeBron's an alpha that's why he go he can go deep and everybody wants to play with him. He's going to yeah. dominate the ball. Giannis is an alpha. Um, <laughs> yeah, Giannis is an alpha. Like, there's no doubt about it in my mind. Giannis is the alpha. Yeah, he's bro. he's he's an alpha. Uh, I don't like alpha in talent, but not in personality. Kawhi, I'll put Kawhi in there. Yeah. And then, as far as superstars, those are the only four I can really think of. I mean, somebody could probably say some others, but, like, Jimmy Butler's an alpha, but he doesn't have, like, superstar talent. 
I would. Jimmy I would, Butler tries to be an alpha. <laughs> I would throw maybe Joel and Bead in that category of being an alpha. Yeah, I. You know, I, I would. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he ever had any idea, like, any thoughts. Or I. I guess he's still like, nah. He's signed a fat contract, but like he he never sounded like he's ever wanted to move away from Philly. He's like sticks hard to like. Trust the process. Trust the process. So, you know. Yeah, and he was saying that before <laughs> Ben Simmons was there. He was saying that for Jimmy. I feel like he he was tying the Philadelphia success to his own success. Yeah, they built their team like around Joel Embiid, essentially. Exactly. So, and I'm trying to yeah, think that, of... he's an alpha. I would say DeMarcus is an alpha, too. But he just hasn't been in the best situations. Partly his fault, partly, yeah, partly our fault. I would say he's an alpha. So those are pretty much all you have. I mean, and they, but you have guys that are like alphas, but are are not at the superstar level. Like you, like a Draymond Green and some other. There's a bunch of other players, but like as far as like strictly like all NBA superstar talent, those are pretty much the only ones you can think of. And then that's why you have certain guys that you know, like what was gonna hop from like team to team, like Kevin Durant. He's he's going he's he's searching. Like he left OKC because he wasn't an alpha in OKC. Russell Westbrook was. But now I think his whole thing, his whole reason for leaving the Warriors is he wants to prove he is an alpha. Kyrie, I thought Kyrie Irving was an alpha, but if he leaves to go to, if he leaves to go to uh, the Lakers, I can't really say that he's an alpha or he wants to be the best player on his team. You know what I mean? Unless maybe if he went to the Knicks without Kevin Durant, because they're both like, I don't know. It just depends. I just that's why I'm excited about what happens in the summer because I'm gonna we get to see a lot about players. So it's just it's yeah. I think that's like you said. A lot of players are just like oh, soft now. Um, oh yeah, they are. Uh, it's it's so different. I just have to try to get used to it. It's so different. It's just yeah, man. Up and coming alpha. I want to put on the list is Luka Doncic. He could. I think he'll be yeah. up and coming. He's a, he's a, a on alpha list up up and up and up and comer. And we probably miss some people. I mean, like Donovan Mitchell, he he probably on that he's probably on that that rise pretty soon. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot. De'Aaron Fox probably, Victor Oladipo. There's a lot of guys that are up and comers, but just not on the list yet. We we're just talking about super strictly superstars, um, right? So uh, the All Star um, reserve were revealed. And I think we were pretty right about some things. The only thing we were off about was. Uh, and we weren't necessarily off about it because we talked about it and we said he probably will get in, was Carl Anthony Downs. He got in. He got in? Undeservedly so, if you ask me. I knew his ass to get you, you were right. He you, he was the only one that he was the one that got in. I didn't want him in. I, I would have given his spot to uh, somebody from the Jazz or Luka Dantage. But, yeah, he, he got in. He's, they're sitting. I think they're sitting at eleventh in the uh, in the West. <laughs> <laughs> well, same thing with Anthony That's Davis. So same thing with Anthony Davis. They, they, he's sitting at uh, let me see. I think he's sitting at like twelfth. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Timberwolves eleventh in the West. Pelicans thirteen in the West. Got two of these. Oh uh, my. Yeah. Right now, Pelicans is the bottom six team in the NBA. Might be a lottery Who team. From the Clippers is it? No one from the Clippers. That's wrong. So like bro. we said, Tobias Harris was going to get snubbed. He got snubbed. 
Tobias was the snub. Nah. Okay. And Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert didn't get in either. Neither. Oh my god. Okay. And guess what happened today? They were asked. They were interviewing Rudy Gobert about it. The dude started crying. No. He started crying. That's hype, bro. He, and then uh, Douchemon Green had to try to make fun of him. <laughs> Come on, man. Douchemon Green had to make fun of him on uh, on uh, on Twitter. I was like, man, Dray- I thought Draymond was cooling down, but he had to go and be the bully again. Draymond's a Draymond's a bum. He's a bro. bully, bro. You know, there's like because uh, he somebody like he was crying. Then he put on his Twitter. He said, "I'm not going to Charlotte. Should I start crying too?" I was like, "You can't, you can't judge somebody off their emotions." He really was trying to get into the all. He thought if something means something to somebody, it means something to him. Everybody can't be on the plus champions. Bet, yeah, plus I bet Draymond's gonna go to Charlotte anyway, so he could watch all of the rest of his team play, bro. <laughs> like I'm saying, like he, you, everybody can't be blessed to be drafted to the Warriors and get, you Not know, Draymond. Man, yeah. I knew I hated him for a reason. Yeah, he was he was making fun of him for crying, and then I was like, I was like, that's foul. I was like, you, yeah, it's, that's that's one of those things you ain't got nothing to say, nothing nice to say. Don't say it at all. Like, for real, it's like. Gobert probably been, he's been playing his heart out all season long. Feels like he deserves it. All last it's year all too. Right for him to be frustrated. Yeah, it's all right for him to feel frustrated about not being on the team yeah. when uh, you get to just coast through your season mm-hmm. playing on the best team in the league, uh, being the seventh banana on the team. <laughs> seventh banana team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, backpack! Get the hell out of here, backpack! So like yeah, so I'm, I'm going off of it. We 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 called the Steph getting in. We called KD. We called Clay getting in just off name. We got uh, Jokic. We got Russ and PG. We got Dame. We got Lamarcus. We said only one. Uh, we got Lamarcus. Uh, we got James Harden getting in. Uh, we said either Donovan Mitchell or, or Rudy Gobert would get in. No, they didn't get in. And we knew Tobias Harris was going to get snubbed. Also LeBron, and we knew Anthony Davis was going to get in. Can't, Carl Anthony Towns is the only one that got in, and we were like, "What?" Ugh, Carl Anthony Towns. I, I just, I just had that feeling of my bones. You were right. It, like, you were right. Bums <laughs> I think he just got in off of stats and name alone. Just really empty stats. Oh, it has to be. That's that's only that's the only reason why. Like, and then um, on the East, pretty much, I think it was the same thing. It was just how we predicted. The only thing that uh, messed us up was. Uh, uh, Victor Oladipo getting hurt, and then um, they yeah. they replaced him with uh, D'Angelo yeah, Russell. And I think he yeah. deserves it. That dude's been hooping. Like he, they. I he, think we even said like I think we said that if anyone's getting snubbed, maybe we might have said D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, would be that guy. So the fact that Oladipo got hurt and then D'Angelo goes in was uh, we basically called that. Yeah, we called that. So that's good. So we can pick a day. Before the All Star, or before they draft, we can draft out. We can draft our guys, I and mean, we could do it Sunday. Draft? I don't know. Yeah, let's do it on Sunday. Let's do it on Sunday. That's the most. That, our our draft for the All Star will be the most important thing that will happen this Sunday. <laughs> oh damn, Sunday! I forgot. Bro, I'm telling you, bro. I've been I've been asking football fans that love football more than basketball. I've been asking. I was like, I was asking, hey, right now, like. Is which 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 uh, league has the most juice right now? The NBA or the NFL? Everybody's saying M- NBA, but they're saying it begrudgingly. Like I asked Hector, 
I said, uh, which ha- which one has the most juice right now? Because the NBA is buzzing, and he's like, he said it's only because like the trade rumors and all this other stuff. And I was like, bro, I don't want to hear that. I just asked you a question, man. Well, who's buzzing right now? And then, like, I was like, bro, I forgot the Super Bowl was today. <laughs> like, like is the NBA, NBA, like, because Anthony Davis, Porzingis, Kyrie. Um, yeah, it's blowing up right it's, now. The NBA is popping right now. It's trade season, baby. That's why I get everybody, I get football is king. But it's literally still a regular season for the NBA. And it's overshadowing the biggest event in football. That's actually crazy. I legit forgot. I did too. Super Bowl for a second. I did too. Like I was thinking, I was like, uh, "What time should we record on Sunday?" And I was like, "Oh, we could probably do our All Stars thing." Let me see. I wonder if Carl's watching any football on Sunday. And I thought to myself, (laughs) "Why would I ask myself that?" And I was like, "Oh, it's the Super Bowl." (laughs) Yo, we can still do it on Sunday. We just have to do it after. Yeah, I'm down. I probably won't even truthfully. Nah, I watch it. Just for, oh, yeah, I'll probably end up watching it. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. If it gets, if, it, if the Patriots start to blow out the Rams, I'm not gonna watch it anymore. Yeah, I want to watch it just uh, for we could talk smack on it on the next podcast. That is true. That I will, I'll, I'll watch it. And if somebody has like, <laughs> somebody's out there has a Super Bowl party, let me know if it's in town. I'll go to it. Oh, you know we we should uh, we'll watch it and we'll say our top four, our top three. Top three or top five uh, favorite commercials. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's a good idea. <laughs> That's a good idea. We should do that. Um, That's why I'd be watching the Super Bowl. That didn't make sense. I'm just, I just watched to see how many footballs are going to get deflated. What's the over-under? <laughs> <laughs> how many how many footballs are going to get deflated this Super Bowl? <laughs> That's why Tom, that's why Tom Brady always has that big ass raincoat on. He just has the footballs under there, and his arms are just deflated. Yeah, it's deflated. Like deflated. Football. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Um, is there anything else that we need to cover? Like, I have. I've been keeping my. I kept my phone on me just in case anything crazy happened, any trades happened. But I think we've hit all the the proposed ones. I still think yeah, there's. I think that's everything. Yeah, I think the only thing that we we missed, and it's because I don't know, we just missed it because it happened at an awkward time. Was Oladipo getting injured? We didn't yeah. ever really like talk about that. You know? I mean, yeah, but it's it sucks because they. It's awful. That sucks. It's terrible. Because I feel like they like. I don't think it's a stretch to say that they could have um, made it out of the. Uh, the East, if everything, if the stars aligned, because they played, they still play, but they played really good defense. They were starting to learn how to play without Oladipo. I think he missed like eleven games, and they they were like, like I think like seven and four, or like nine and two, or something like that. They had a pretty decent record while he was out, and they were really starting to come together as a team. All their players were like playing for one each other, one another, and then him to just, oh man, I felt bad for him. Yeah, that sucks, man. I mean, That's crazy. And he was having, like, he just had his breakout season. Mm-hmm. So, like, you just knew he was going to be balling out uh, this season. He was. Like, showing out. And then, like, again, like, showing out in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but, unfortunately, it just gets cut short. Rip. And now, now we have to see if he can even rebound from it. That is true. The, the, well, he should have time before the next season, I hope. 
Uh, oh, 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 snap. Let me, I'll read you the first offer from the Lakers to the Pelicans. It was L.A. offered Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and a first-round pick. Michael Beasley, bro. I am taking it. Michael Beasley is a number one draft, or was he a number two draft pick? That is crazy. I am taking it. Yo, Rondo's like, I signed here to play with LeBron. You guys trade? I was just on this damn team. See, I think that now that I think about it, I think there was some, I think there were probably problems between him and Anthony Davis. Rondo. Yeah. And I think yeah, uh, I think that's the only that's the only reason why I can think of because they don't have a point guard if they trade Lonzo and Rondo. Yeah, <laughs> they have LeBron, bro. And then because uh, I had text because I don't know, like, did, I, did I text you about uh DeMarcus being a reason why Anthony Davis left? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that was it. I think uh, I think they, he was probably upset that they didn't try to bring back DeMarcus. The Pelicans really did mess up because Anthony Davis was like, oh, yeah, we got a good thing going here. I love DeMarcus. That's my boy. Can't wait till we keep playing uh, and uh, keep working towards those playoffs. And then they just don't sign his ass back. Yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> he said it was like in it was like right after Demarcus got hurt, and he was like, "I felt that if both of us were still healthy, we could have we could have made it to the conference finals and made it to the finals." Yeah. And I was like, I was like, people were like bashing him for it. And they're like, "You're crazy," but like they they were at the time they were like really meshing together, and they were hooping, and I was thinking like. I don't understand. I don't, think, I don't see how any team's going to be able to handle both of them <laughs> down low. And he, I think there was no, some... they were cool. Yeah, they were cool. There was some merit to that. And unfortunately, Boogie got hurt. But I think if they, if he was healthy last year, they would get, they would most definitely get past the the, uh, the Trailblazers. They would probably yeah. have a... Actually, they'd have a better record than they already had. You know what I mean? So... They'd have a better record, so they probably wouldn't play the Warriors in the in the first round. Maybe, you know what I mean. I think they probably would probably play like maybe like the Rockets or like, and I can see them getting past the Rockets. I just can't believe they didn't sign back to Marcus on any type of deal. I know. I think they're not. That's like, like just to just solely to keep your like corner piece Anthony Davis just to keep him happy why don't you sign him back and that's, on yeah. any type of deal that's why like I'm a, I'm, I feel bad for them but it's like at the same time I feel like this Anthony Davis could have been preventable with like smart rebuilding development and you're already in a situation bring back DeMarcus especially how much how low he signed oh I know that's ridiculous they could have they could have gotten away with like such a small deal, and so what? what do you, what's he getting paid right now? Five million or yeah, something? Yeah, like five. So if they just dish out five million dollars, they would still have Anthony Davis. So you just give give him fifteen. Or, for I one mean, year. they would have a happy Anthony Davis. Yeah, it's like he wouldn't. He wouldn't request a trade if Demarcus was still there. No, yes. and then even like worse comes to worse, they sign. They give Demarcus this deal just to try to keep Anthony Davis happy. Oh, Anthony Davis still decides that he wants to leave. At least you still have DeMarcus on your yeah, team. Yeah, you still have DeMarcus. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. What the hell, it's man? Like, exactly. Pelicans, 
Pelicans, what is he doing, man? They they out of here. If there was, if I know, we're we're getting close to the end, but if there was one team that you had to trade Anthony Davis to, then that made sense. What team would you like him to get sent to? Well, see, it's hard for me to try to think of one that makes sense because I don't know what like assets teams have. Mm-hmm. But when you mention like, imagine Anthony Davis on the Bucks. Oh yeah, bro, that would be amazing, dude. I would love that. Just a like the defense on that team would be ridiculous. Yeah, it'd be crazy, be incredible. Cause like I don't know, yeah, yeah. Oh. Cause like, cause like I say like that makes sense now, but it seems like the Pelicans are so hurt right now that they'll probably send him <laughs> anywhere and not care what they get back. <laughs> yeah, like, what it, I mean, the Bucks have pieces. Like I mean, not much, throw, but, like, not much, but like they have like. A Thon maker who had some potential a little while ago. They have Brogdon. Chris Middleton, he's an all-star, bro. Chris Middleton. Oh, yeah, uh, dude. They have to trade everything. Yeah. Literally everything. It would, it would just be Giannis and uh, and Cat. But it would be, it'd be, it'd be interesting I'll in take, these. I take it. I take my chances with Giannis and Cat. And try to sign people. I would. I would just scour the D League for like the best D and three guys. Josh Stockton, son, bro. David Stockton. David, David Stockton. David's out there. Shout out to David Stockton. He's probably out there somewhere. Shout out David Stockton. Shout out to. Uh, they could get a backup center in Simbular. No, oh, I, I. I would. Uh, I would try to make a trade to Sacramento. Try to get Willie. I would. I think you could. You could. You could figure out a first round pick for Willie. Yeah, you could do it. You could, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> you could figure out ways. You could. There's ways to fill out that team. You just look for yeah. like cheap options. Get Frank Willie and Frank Mason. Yeah. They I could do it. If they could, if they find a way to do it, they could. If if I want there, if there was one team I want to see Anthony Davis on, I would like to see him on the Raptors. I would like to see. Oh yeah, that 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 was the other team that I was like, oh, that'd be sick. And then, because I, I kind of want to see a team just get wrecked in the free agency, Kawhi and Anthony Davis just leaves. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm at the point where like I'm just I'm just here for entertainment. Entertainment now. The Raptors are like, like their 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 fans are like, yeah, we got the best one two punch, one two defensive punch, overall punch, and then both of them just leave in the summer. <laughs> that'd be amazing. At least. Uh... At least Drake would be able to come up with like an album off of that. I bet. Oh, he'd be hurt, hurt. He'd be a hurt. It would be one of those sad ass. It'd be this. I like. And I, I'm not gonna lie. I like sad Drake. <laughs> he be, he be making good. He be making rain music. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was there was one thing I had to talk about. One other thing. Luca, I, I talked about it on a podcast that an episode that uh, me and my boy Mike did. I really think Luca is the next great hated superstar, because hated the next great hated superstar. And I say this because he's having a phenomenal year, but he gets so much coverage and he's talked about so much that at times he can be overrated. And some of his fans are starting to get become like LeBron fans. They're starting to become oh, no. irrationally delusional. If you ever want to, oh, no. if you guys ever want to have fun out there, check out the Dallas Mavericks fan page, like on Bleacher Report, and see some of the comments that they post on there. It, I swear to you that it, Jesus is in Dallas. 
because they have dirt. They, no man, they one guy was like, "It's a shame that Luca didn't make the the All Stars," and I was like, "Yeah, it is a shame." And I was like, "It's such below him to play with the, the in the rookie game." I was like, <laughs> what? "I was like, he's a rookie." <laughs> I was I was like I was like I was like he's a rookie, bro. He's not every I was like are you saying he's better than the guys that are playing? And the guys in this game are like Lori Markinen, De'Aaron Fox. You got like Bogdan Bogdanovich, Ben and Simmons not going to be in it, but like, you know what I mean? Those are the guys that you that would be in that rookie that uh rookie yeah, they game. Can play, bro. I was like what are you And then like and then like uh there was another person I was like so- that was yeah. It was basically like oh, so, such below him to play with people, <laughs> people that he was drafted with. And then one person was like, "Ew, he's playing with. He'll be playing with Trey Young." I was like, well, "What did Trey Young do to you?" <laughs> he talked, bro. He talked. That was like I was like, "That's insane." And the other person was like, "You know, Luka Doncic. Uh, you know, he I, I I do like that he takes those half court shots, but I think they should not count those shots towards his field goal percentage." <laughs> I said I was reading it and I was like, "What did, did he did he shoot it during the game?" And then somebody was counting it. They was like, "There's a there's actually a stat for that, and it's called like garbage time plays." But yeah, I agree with you. They probably shouldn't be counting towards his field goal percentage. And I was just like, "What?" <laughs> These guys are idiots. And then bro. there was somebody bashing Dennis Smith, and I was like, "I swear he was the chosen one last year." But he was. You, they were all over. I bet if you look at that page a year ago, oh, they were saying the same shit about this. They were probably like shitting on De'Aaron Fox. I'm so glad we got him before Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Smith over Jason Tatum any day. Dennis, they were probably like, <laughs> they were probably like, Dennis Smith could do whatever Jason Tatum did in the playoffs if he had a stars around him too. Maybe it's just Dallas fans, bro. They might just be delusional. You know, but here's another thing. Then he has like all the European people over there. They they're like they're commenting on like Facebook and stuff on their Facebook things, and I read the comments, and I'm like, these dudes are crazy too. What guy was like, read that shit. What are you talking? No, man. One dude was like, Luca's top (laughs) ten right now. I was like, right now. (laughs) And it's not like it's not like, and I'm not saying it because one person said that. A bunch of people are saying this. They're just like fans. This is being delusional, right? They're just like he's top ten, and I'm just like, I mean, we could talk about it, but the top ten, you bro, you can't be. And see, Anthony Davis ruins his argument. I would want to say you can't be top ten not being the playoffs, but like, yeah, Anthony Davis is a special. Davis is top ten. No, he's, he's a, a top ten. He's a special. Like, he's a special. He's special. All that special stuff. Yeah, I get that. So it's like I'm like, what? It's just there's a lot of love for him, and I like that. Luka Doncic. Is gonna be a dope player, and he's only gonna be better now that Porzingis is there. And I love the oh, NBA. Yeah I, I, yeah, I agree. I like him too. I love the NBA. We need more and ta- more talent needs to be in the league. But I feel like people are just going crazy. Um, like, in I like in the podcast, I I compared it to like Blake Griffin. Like when Blake Griffin first got into the league, he was like everything was about Blake Griffin. Him dunking yeah. on dunking halfway over cars. Uh, him just dunking on Kendrick Perkins. Get, he wrecked Kendrick Perkins so much back then. <laughs> he wrecked Kim, Kendrick Perkins and Pocket Saw back in those days. You know, when he was just dunking, and everybody was like in love with Blake Griffin. And then that love slowly, slowly turned to like and being annoyed with him. And then it just went to pure hate. 
Now people look at Blake Griffin <laughs> and they're like disgusted. They're just Blake Griffin disgusts people. So like I don't want that for Luca. Luca seems like a cool dude. I don't know him. So I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, he's a great guy. That's not I don't say that. But he seems like a cool dude. You know, he's balling. I just don't want the irrational hate. Because yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. Because what? I'll probably end up hating him if it goes like that. I'll probably end up hating him. Because no, it's because you know, you know what it is. It's like when people irrationally love someone, you're like, okay, so you know, like, okay, I get it. Everything wrong. You find that's why Skip Bayless doesn't like LeBron. Yeah. If 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 LeBron didn't get the irrational hate that he or irrational love that he gets. Skip Bayless probably have no problem with him. Like Skip Bayless doesn't have any problem. Like, he doesn't have like he does. He never really hates on. He like he objectively like critiques Boogie. You know what I mean? That's because Boogie yeah. doesn't have irrational love around him. But like players that get too much love, like Derrick Rose, he criticizes LeBron James. Uh, can't think of some more. But there's just some guys he don't like. <laughs> so like, <laughs> and then like Tim Tebow got the irrational hate. Skip Bayless loved him. So you always got to try to jump on this. He, you always got to jump on the thing that uh, everybody hates and hate the thing that everybody loves. That's true. So I'm just saying, I hope it doesn't happen, but I see like the markings of it happening soon. Not soon, but in, not in like the next, like it, it will, to me, it happens when he's, if he, if he doesn't start making the playoffs. And I give him, I give him till his next contract that he has. If he hasn't made the playoff by then, people are gonna start hating him <laughs> because they're gonna be like, and see, cause these are some things that like I talk to like my my boys or like my like Romero and Smash, be like, yeah, like yeah. Romero and I were talking, we we're like, we we're like, yeah, he's dope, and then people would be like, oh yeah, he's a nineteen year old rookie and he's doing this and that. He's technically not a rookie. He's <laughs> he's played like three years overseas, and it's not like he was going to school during those times. You know what I mean? So it's a little different situation. Him being nineteen and living in Spain and playing basketball all day compared to like yeah, he's a, a professional. A, a he Marvin, a, yeah, he was yeah. professional. He was like compared to like Marvin Bagley that kind of went to class. You know what I mean? For a semester, <laughs> or like even in like, high school. You know, it's just like this, I guarantee you, like maturity wise, this dude is like the years ahead of the other guys in the league that are his same exact age. Yeah, because you know, you, you the have guys to. Guys his age right now are like two years, like a year and a half, two years removed from high school. So I just know maturity wise, they're on different levels. Exactly. So it's just, it, you can't compare him to like your basic, like your average 19 year old rookie. Because yeah. he's not. So like if I had a if I had a message to send out to like fans and media, especially media, it's let's just enjoy this guy. Let's not hype him up way too much. Cause the media they build you up to take you down. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing with Luca. <laughs> it is just I'm just seeing this in the first this is year one. Uh year nine, I hope he's like making deep playoff runs. Cause if he's not, then it's a wrap. He's done, bro. They're gonna be like, they already can hear it. They're gonna be like, Luca was this in his rookie year, and where is he now? 
You know, he just he didn't. Screwed, bro, he's screwed if he doesn't take winning a championship with them. Oh, he's screwed. Yeah, he's screwed. He got he's Porzingis. Screwed. He has to. He literally has to win a championship with them because Dirk did it. Bro, you're right. Yo, he's, he's so, screwed. He's bro. screwed because he has to stay with that team forever now. He has to. Like, he's screwed. And this is the type of irrational love that he gets. <laughs> That is the type of irrational love that, like, when you start burning jerseys and everything, and people he's call done, you a coward. <laughs> and like, I don't know if we talked about it, but he's he like his, he plays like Steve Nash, but since he's like six eight, he's more like a LeBron James style, right? And yeah. LeBron James' style isn't necessarily a winner. Yeah, he has three championships, but that's like out of nine trips. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's screwed, bro. He better win a championship. Let's everybody let's pray for Luca. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was sad though when he did when he found out he wasn't gonna be in the All Star game. I don't know if you saw that video. No, he was like he looked like he, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. He looked like he was about to cry. He like he was like he was bopping on the bench, having a good time, and then some dude comes up there and whispers in his ear, and he's like, "That's okay." And then, <laughs> and then he looked away. And then, you know what? I I did my research, and I went on to the Mavs fan page. And those, oh, those, those freaking guys, they, they, were, they were like, oh, this is why he's going to be a superstar. Look at the maturity in his eyes. I was like, bruh, this dude looked like he was about to break down. And another person was like, you know, Luka doesn't care about going to an all-star game. I was like, bruh, this dude's about to cry. He's about to. Think. He's about to, <laughs> bro. Like I was like, what are you talking about? The dude looks he like, and it it make it, you can't say he's not mad when he was bopping up and down on the bench, having a good time. And then someone says you're not gonna make the All Star break. Then you're about to. You look sad. <laughs> so it's like these Nick these these Mavericks fans are they're irrational, man. He's looking. I can see you're gonna get you're gonna get guys that aren't Mavericks fans. They're just going to get Luka fans. You're going to get the Luka disciples. He's going to have disciples. Not a lot of people have disciples anymore, except like LeBron James. Yeah. And that's why Luka's going to be on He's going to be on the path, man. Yeah, he's screwed, bro. I can't wait. I can't wait for uh Nick Mark, Mark Cuban to come out and be like, "Yeah, we need to send all our American basketball players to Lat- Latvia too." <laughs> He's probably gonna do it, bro. <laughs> because uh, Porzingis is there now too. Because you know how Mark Cuban is, you know. I I gotta start looking into that, bro. Right. That's funny. Let's look at it, yeah. Because I mean, we all get delusional about the, the team we want to root for. I'm pretty sure if another, if like a a Celtics fan checked out the Kings fan page, not nah, not actually no, the Kings they're actually pretty they're depressing. Like, yeah, we'd probably still be just roasting on half our team. Yeah, the Kings fan page, we roast like we roast the, the Kings on a daily basis. Like they, <laughs> they get roasted. Like one week we're like, we can make the playoffs and the next week is we should have drafted Luca. Yeah, they're like, we should have drafted Luca. You know who's not <laughs> one person when Bagley had his knee hurt, you know what one person said? They said, You know who doesn't have a hurt knee? Luca. <laughs> I was like, bruh. That doesn't even make sense. Kings fans are ruthless, bro. They're crazy. This man really had like a bone knee bruise or whatever. I don't know. I, I want him to play too. But somebody said, you know he doesn't have a hurt knee? Luca. We got to hit that for 10 years, bro. 
I swear I hope Marvin Bagley turns into something because I don't want to hear this for the next 10, 12 years. Or two that's years. crazy, bro. You know who doesn't have a problem <laughs> making it to the third round? Luca. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. So yeah, Yo, we have, we have a nice little rivalry now with the Mavs. No, we're stuck. We're we're stuck. Development wise, yeah, we're tied with the Mavs forever. They kind of cheated by getting uh, Porzingis though. I swear, it's, but it's like it's like it's young and our, our young guard, uh, they got their young guard in Doncic. We got Fox. We got they yeah. got uh, we got everything. God, we got Bagley. And we got Giles. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's like the head-to-head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That people will always be comparing, like, Kings versus Mavs like that. But we got more of this. See, we got, we got. The Western Conference is going to be nice in, like, five years. Because it's going to be, like, the Kings going against the Suns. Kings going against the Mavs. Kings going against the Grizzlies. Once they get rid of all those old dudes around uh, Jeremy Jackson. (laughs) The West always going to be a bloodbath no matter what. Yeah, the West is crazy, man. And those are just the young teams. And then you got like the, the trash teams like the Timberwolves. <laughs> oh, rip. <laughs> they could be in there somewhere. And then there's like LeBron's son on the Lakers, I guess. LeBron's son and, and Anthony Davis. Ugh. Stupid. So you're, are, you, are you, is Anthony Davis off your list as one of your guys or was he ever one of your guys? I always liked him. I always liked him as a player. Uh, and he I I liked him because he stuck with the Pelicans for so long. Uh, and it's not like the fact that these guys are movie teams is what makes me hate them. It's the fact that they ask to move teams. So yeah. That's why I don't like them. Yeah, yeah, or no. if they make a weak-ass move like KD. Yeah. That's just whack. Yeah, I feel you on that. But, uh, I mean, I, this is the NBA. I think Charles Barkley was pissed know. off at it. You should watch his. He had a rant about it. And his rants would be so I good. I don't want to connect with Charles Barkley like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His rant. Sometimes they're good, and then sometimes you're just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> so he had a rant about it. Some He had made some points, but then, then he goes left. Yeah, that's why I don't want to be associated with him like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, man, we got... I think we hit it off for this pop-up. This was a long pop-up, but... Um, it was a long pop-up. It's a long one, but we did it. So, uh, any last words out there to the people? Um, if you sign a contract with somebody, mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing, you better stick that shit out <laughs> and show what kind of worker you are. You could work under whatever uh, circumstances they give you. Just freaking do it, man. Stop wussing out. And but I want to go do something easier. I want to be more. Not just do the best you can with whatever contract you're under. And then good things will happen after that. All right. Hey, you might think he's unqualified to tell you that. And you're probably <laughs> right. And you probably think he's uneducated in your experience. And you're probably right. But that's what we're here for. <laughs> As always, stay unqualified. Live uneducated. <laughs>